this life, gotta make your own deals, chase your own thrills, pay your own bills. On the outer loop, sitting on chrome wheels, phone synced up to the newest chrome bills. On air, who cares if it's right or wrong? I just care which guests they invited on. Without a minute to stall, and there was liquor involved with some hype songs. And the night is young, right on cue, the talking begins. And we check out what Steve Bills got on the blends. A bit grimy, a backdrop from the late 80s to the mid 90s. Till it finally takes us to a rhythm that works. And K Chrome spits a verse that he didn't rehearse. Both flex skills, proving it's all in. So gather around for the newest installment, Chrome Bills. Are we already recording? Uh, yeah, we're already recording. Okay, all right, well, cold opens. Nothing wrong with Cold policy cold, opens. Cold, cold policy. Uh, do you like cold pizza? <laughs> What's worse than cold pizza? Uh, lukewarm cheddar Open. cheese. How about, un- how, about yeah. under- how about undercooked pizza? Undercooked pizza is whack. It's whack, right? Well, especially because there's really no excuse for it. It literally just came out of a hot device. <laughs> you know what I mean? I made you some undercooked up. pizza. Okay, today? Yeah, my mom came over. We made some undercooked pizza. Did any Did any of the kids point out, Daddy, you failed us? Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't like this pizza. It's a little doughy. It's yeah. doughier than I remember. <laughs> Can you burn this, please? You failed it mm-hmm. as a father. Actually, member of different styles. Joey Lawrence put on a lot of weight, and so now he's rapper Joey Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> Style. Oh my God! He's wow. Coming in hot, and there we go. I think. I, I think. I think. <laughs> okay. All right. But, but just, maybe the hum was that the uh, soundboard right. was turned. I would say so. That is all the way up there. Scream at you. What the fuck? I heard that all the way here in New York. <laughs> Literally from your head. I'm talking about through the Uh I got I heard that over Donald Trump's motorcade. I saw it, by the way, just so you guys know, I saw every single cop in New York City today. I decided to bike home down the West Side Highway, and they had cops lined on both sides because I guess a terrorist was going to come into the West Side Highway from the bike path. Uh, <laughs> so they had every single cop. I went from... Uh, 14th Street down to where I live in Lower Manhattan, so call it 60 blocks, and I must have passed 10,000 cops and you know, a thousand cop cars. It's ridiculous. Wow! All because the president was coming a few hours later. I told you when I was leaving Florida, we were leaving out of West Palm Beach where he was landing, and when I oh, found yeah. that, when when I found that out, I was like, this motherfucker, I'm never getting out of here. I think we must have taken off like <clears throat> right after he had landed and they cleared everything. I mean, the, the least threatening people are the ones leaving the situation, <laughs> you know, like in a plane. <laughs> They're like, he's taking off. He's got well, his guess, bags with him, right? Okay, we're I probably, good. I probably shouldn't say this and put this out there, but I guess mm-hmm. actually you could just hijack that plane and then fly it into the other plane. It's like right there. Whoa, whoa. It's right. not that kind of show, Fibby. <laughs> right, right, Fibby, if you're sorry. listening. Did you guys see the article this week kind of related about Don't say um, hijackings. Don't say hijackings. It was Brother Ali. I was on show. It was on Ego Trip. <laughs> okay. About how it's like the yeah, I totally know that the government's been watching me and them like after the Uncle Sam goddamn video came out and them holding a bunch of money uh like he he went on tour and then he came back in and he got taken at customs. Like I was debating 
in my head reading the article whether like at first I was like this is inflated self-important true underground rapper and I don't mean that as a diss I'm a fan but I was just like yeah right dude but then like the more the more he went into the specifics in the article or interview I'm like this dude's either the biggest like compulsive liar ever Mm -hmm. or this was really going down and that's crazy because to think that the government is that locked in during the Obama administration right too right right was that locked in on on consenting voices? I was like, that's pretty fucking scary. Dissenting voices. Dissenting. Did what did I say? Consenting. That's Bill Bill O'Reilly's new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> consenting voices. Thank you for catching me. Well, so it's interesting. The... It's funny how a prefix can change so much. <laughs> that's a big difference there. So Brother Ali has a new album coming out uh, called All the Beauty in This Whole Life, and. I don't know if you've seen the video. Actually, yeah, I think he's got two new videos out, but both of them are very uh, centered around the fact that he's Muslim. Okay. And so, is he Muslim? <clears throat> yeah. I've heard the joint that's like. Uh, I'm sorry. It actually sounds it sounds ridiculously like an Abigail song when it starts, and it's like uh, they've been trying to shut us down our whole life. And right. has like a guitar roll. It's a it's a great it's a great song. I think it's called "What a Heart's For." Does that sound? Yeah, right? it's "What a Heart's For." Exactly, it's a great song. So. Uh, I remember hearing about that story because Chuck, I think you actually were at the show where he played at 930 Club with uh, Homeboy Sandman. And I remember like reading an interview with him around that time about the Uncle Sam goddamn thing that they stopped him with uh, in terms of money. I feel like Odyssey talked about that too, where he was like under 10 grand. The amount oh, of tra- I, well, the hey, amount I think tra- Steve was also at that show, the one with Homeboy Sandman, right? <laughs> but um, that's why he's laughing. But uh, yeah, the, the Odyssey lyric, just one dollar below ten k. That's the amount I'm flying with. Yep. And the law comes out. One more dollar, and the law comes out. So the, I mean, I it's funny because I actually just really finished reading this book called uh, Black Flags: The Rise of ISIS. But like, it was a lot based on a lot of at that time intelligent, like confidential intelligence that has since come out. And I feel like there is a part of America that's a lot more concerned with. Uh, radical islamists than like we are and so to hear that they start fucking with those people's money when they come in and out of the country that's it's kind of interesting i wonder if brother ali like they're not doing that to slug you know right well, clearly the people that live in flyover states you know we should trust them over people that live in cities that have actually been attacked we're uh, right. broadcasting live from new york city and washington dc or did him- i agree that joe in montana's point about Radical Muslims is is probably more accurate than the three of us. Totally. You know, that's the other thing, too, I think, about with something like that. One of the things in the book that kept standing out to me, they're like, when they would make their, you know, crazy, like, beheading videos of the fucked up stuff, like, they would all be wearing masks. And I don't understand why they're the mentality of we're so willing, you know, to live for our cause that we would kill and die for it. So what do you care, like, if people know what you look like? You know what I mean? And to that point, like, Brother Ali is just like, yo, like, I, I've toured, like, 50 times. I have, like, 11 studio albums. Like, my son comes with me to, like, 20% of the billions of tours that I've done. Like, I'm not going to be a problem. I am the <laughs> most know? accessible person ever. Like, right. literally, if you wanted to plot out arresting me a month from now, you could Google me and find out <laughs> right. what city I will right. be in in a month. And if you went to Twitter, you could probably even find out exactly what time I get on stage. Yeah, but right. you're – they're just casting – a wide net that's all you know you're catching you they're also you're catching doing some, it? you're catching some beautiful dolphins in a wide net of... that's oh so this is we're we're getting uh some canned tuna <laughs> this is a canned tuna metaphor actually i agree with that okay 
Do you think they're doing it to uh, make a point to other people? No. Okay. It's just it's arbitrary. Maybe I'm maybe I'm a little too trusting, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, I feel like the, I know. you know you're gonna get. There's a lot of good people who are gonna be inconvenienced by the acts of a few. Yeah. I mean, if anything, <laughs> if anything, that's what Brother Ali's uh, message in music is about: is that stop inconveniencing good people because of the acts of a few. It's not it's like gonna no, ru- no, it's very, not going to rile true. up people to yeah. uh, create some sort of uprising or or you know, God forbid, terrorism, right? <laughs> like, I don't even think someone could misconstrue the music to go in that direction. No, it would never be misconstrued that way. Listen, I want to tie all this together. Please do. We were, we were talking about undercooked pizza. Yeah. We were talking about a small group of people ruining a large group of people's night. Pizza party. What, be, what better time to bring up the pizza party with Des and Mike Lynn? <laughs> May 12th. That's, Velvet Lounge. That's next Friday. You know it's official because I got a Facebook page going for it now. So Yeah. We're glad to see it. Varak got the videos popping. Shouts to Varak. Who are you? I don't even know if I want to hit this button. Who are you? Okay, that's not true. Oh, it's not, very it's soft. Not, not bad. It's, it's not bad. It's very soft. It's soothing levels. It's going to be fun. Former guests Max Bent and DJ Rags are, are also going to be Who in the you? house. It's going to be great. Come through. Have some pizza, you fat fuck. Chrome Bills will be in the house. Steve Chrome Bills. Bill. On the wheels. On the wheels. Hey, chromosome. On the mic. On the mic. Performing new exclusive material like freestyles. <laughs> <laughs> I do Basically, we haven't had a lot of time to practice. So there's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot of lines like, uh, "Yo, thanks for coming now, Velvet." <laughs> right, right, right. They said it's May 12th. Yo, I stay stealth. I'm a gay elf. <laughs> I'm a gay elf. I'm like, hey, help. <laughs> it's funny because I feel like uh, there's when you were like Steve on the table, Chuck on the mic, I was like Cole on the floor. <laughs> like, I'm, you know, if it's like the show doesn't start till 930, it's like 1130. I'm like, dude, I just watched the Wizards take it in the butt and I'm so hammered right now. Oh, my God. How would it be viewed if I had my phone off to the corner of the stage? <laughs> Carried the set, and Keep I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying I'm intently watching, right? That would right. be disrespectful to the fans, right? Right. And to my, into my DJ, right? But I'm just saying, in between songs, I'm grabbing a glass of water, <laughs> and maybe I like take a sip, and I look at Steve, and I go, down six, right? Right. <laughs> I remember this we song did is called down six. Next, this next track is called <laughs> Touche Ubre. <laughs> I remember we did a show. I want to say it might have been an album release party on uh, the night of the final four. Oh, it was mine. The, the it was the, Black. That's right. Yeah, it was a resonating. Keep it on the download. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep yeah, it on yeah. the download release yeah. party. And they have, the fucked up part was, I don't, actually, there is a TV of Velvet Lounge now, I think about it, and it's downstairs where the bar is. That was the whack part last time, that they didn't have the bar upstairs open or it was, like, rigged. No, the bathroom was out of commission, right? <laughs> By the way, this this lineup that we had for a show during the final four, it was pretty sick. Run it down. Yeah. K Chromosome sees Mike's K Beta. Whoa. Mines one. Whoa. And then I think I had uh, performing with me. I had C's doing a joint. I had Crayola was there, and uh, Tamu. Tamu, yeah. Tamu. The headbanger. Tamu. The headbanger, yeah, because we were, we were all on the. It was uh, it was me, C's, and Tamu were on the headbanger revisited, EPMD. Really? I don't think I've heard that before. Really? I don't, I don't think so. To you. Yeah. It's dope. 
I gave it to you, and it's track two on the album. You so gave it to on, it's on the <laughs> album. <laughs> it's track two. It's track two. I can see if it was buried. If I was like, oh, it's the last one. He didn't make it all the way through. So what's the what's the plan? I mean, we should put this up as a Twitter poll. Do we try to get up early in the city and watch the game, or is that fraught with peril before the show, I mean? My train gets in at five, so it's up to you okay. guys. Yeah, I'm down. Okay. I got to put the Yeah, so in, a, in Brother Ali fashion, if the FBI is looking for me, I'll be at <laughs> Union Station at 5 p.m. on May 12th. <laughs> Do you have $10,000 to travel with? That's, that's, not, that's, a, that's a shit ton of cash. That's a decent amount of cash there. Yeah. What's like, the most that's amount a lot of cash? You, fold, you got to fold your wallet like 10 times. In your hands, what's the most amount of cash you've ever had? Ooh. That's a great question. I got 4K cash um, when I sold my Scion. <laughs> Wow. Or what drug dealer brought your scion? Jesus. <laughs> Off the books. Off the books, you... son. I shouldn't have was outed myself like that. What's that? Was it hundreds? It was, yeah. Chuck, what about you? I'm trying to think. The dude I bought uh my turntables from uh at the last minute decided he didn't he didn't trust me writing a check. Mm. I still think of him as a bitch to this day for it. Damn. I, I hope I hope he hears this. What up, Emery? And uh you know, so I he made me come in cash at the last minute and I had to bring it was probably twelve hundred, thirteen hundred, somewhere. So did that, you have right? to go to a bank to do that? Yeah. So oh, I, I fucked that... up my whole shit because I was gonna pick him up on a Sunday, he decided right. on a Saturday. I'm like, I can't even get this much money out of an ATM. Mm. I did I'd up. be like, You gotta knock fifty bucks off for that, man. For the right. fucking I'm trying to give you money. Don't make it difficult. Right. I was like, no, nah, I'll just murk him on a podcast like 18 years later. <laughs> Damn. You laughed last. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, do that. You get do the that. last laugh. Honestly, I don't think it's more than like... Serve cold. Minutes. That is cold. That is moldy. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had more than a couple hundred bucks. I'm a, I'm a cheap fuck, and then I also like... Oh. I'm not one of those money that's... I do the opposite of spend money as soon as I get it. I like put it away. You know what what I mean? about like, killing it at like the merch table or getting paid a lot at a gig and killing it? You never walked out of a show with like a, at least a grand? I'm not one show. Well, because I was usually, I'm always working with other people. So I'm always splitting it. Like there was, I would say there was probably a couple times with educated consumers. No, actually, no, what it was was the Strathmore shows. I think that was the biggest check I ever got for a show, but then I was paying like five other people. Oh yeah, I was right there with my hand right. out. Like, yeah, thanks, no, bro. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm you know, it's one of those things where like, it is. I do see how uh, there's a lot of like parasites in the music industry. Like, oh, like I booked this, give me ten percent. Like, you like clicked four buttons. Like, I'm willing to, I'm happy to pay people that are involved. But I remember touring with Sage, where there would be like. I'd be like, yo, I haven't been like within 90 miles of uh, like an ATM branch that I belong to in like three weeks. So I might have had like maybe like 1,500 bucks, but that's not like, you know, there's like like a lot of ones in that pile. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like a lot of sweaty ones for a guy who he's like, I'll give you eight dollars for a CD. Yo, if that doesn't All sound right. like an MOP mixtape, I don't know what does sweaty ones. <laughs> sweaty ones. <laughs> Oh boy, I think we got an app title. Sweaty one. They still doing shows at the Strathmore? Uh, you know, it's funny. The guy who had been booking us, we did it three years in a row and sold it out all three years. And yeah. then the next year, like nobody contacted me, so I hit them up and they're like, "Oh, like the guy who had been booking everybody before left. Like we've been sort of scrambling to find people." I was like, yeah, sure. 
sure. Huh. I, I yeah, mean, honestly, I mean, we would pack that place the fuck in. And by the way, if it isn't clear from this podcast, uh, fans of our music, they drink. Oh, yeah. I Honestly, it's funny because Des was like, yo, like, I'm just looking forward to drinking with you. I was like, I bet if we told Velvet Lounge is like, here's the money that we'll raise from the show, you know, and, and by getting people out to drink, instead of just doing the show, just let us have the bar to ourselves. It's like, all right, cool. <laughs> you know? It is kind of what it's like, though, right? Uh, I mean, there's the downstairs. Right. Again, this is all, you know, like you said, old reliable, but it's all dependent. If the upstairs bar is working and the bathrooms are working, yeah. I don't foresee it being a problem. Right. I remember last time we were down there getting a drink, having to go up and down stairs. Like if you thing. didn't, yeah, yeah, if you didn't want to drink rubbing alcohol, aka real vodka. Yeah. So, be good though. I'm actually, I, I've been bitching and moaning about it, but I was actually, I was shooting the shit with Des today. I was like, yeah, this is gonna be fun. It'll be fun to see him. Hell yeah. Fuck Des. <laughs> Speaking of Des, I uh, I saw him making like a random post on Instagram, and the dude uh, Moses Rockwell. Was yeah, like commented on, on one of the posts. Really, yes. nice. We did, we been been heavy it. into that album this week, actually. Oh, two yeah. albums, two albums this week. The John Wayne, okay, and whatever Moses Rockwell has the septic chef on it. <laughs> sewer, I know sewer, like, sewer chef, sewer chef, sewer chef. Sewer chef. Actually, that's a different styles version. Uh, Rockwell, Rockwell Moses. He's, Rockwell on, Moses. he's on the septic chef. But uh, I saw Homeboy Sandman post about it on Instagram, and he's like, "Man, I just like." This is the thing I hate about hip hop. I'm listening to this dude that's like relatively unknown, you know, no shot. And he's like, I'm just like so impressed by it. And there's multiple albums of material. I'm like, how the fuck do I get to this point? Right. Yeah, straight up. He was, I, I couldn't fucking believe that I hadn't heard of him. And then the more I looked it up, I was like, how is this dude not bubbling up a lot? He, he was amazing. And it's always interesting to hear. I thought he sounded kind of like he's obviously got a doom influence. Yeah. Like the my attempt at villainy, but then the rest of his writing has got a lot of that. I, I and it's funny. I wonder if is he from New York? Because I wonder has he heard of Milo? Because I hear a lot of common pronunciation things between the two of them. But I wouldn't be surprised if neither of them had heard of each other. When I listened to it, I assumed there was a New York connection, or like maybe not New York City, but New York State at least. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I haven't actually looked it up. I'll see if I can pull it on my phone. Also. I can't remember who it was. I thought he shouted out. I don't think it was Dez. But it also wasn't someone like so far removed from us, like your old Drews. It might, maybe it was like the doppelgangers. The but dop. I thought, the was, yeah, he shouted. Was it them that he shouted out? I feel like it was. I'm, I'm googling this right now. They got that new video. You guys have new, any? New. Let's. Do you guys want to play Sewer Chef? Sure. Yeah, I'd like to re it. revisit it. It's been a couple days. Give me a second here. I like that whole album, and also the John Wayne dude. There's two joints on there. Uh huh. I don't know the history on that guy at all, so I had to look it up. And I guess he's uh, put out a couple things on Stone's Throw and kind of yep. popped through the low end theory. Yep. Uh, and that I, as that was as I was reading that, I feel like I remember him being on an episode of Shots Fired that I listened to, which is a podcast with uh, what's the guy's name? Josh Weiss. Is it Josh Weiss? Uh, Jeff Weiss. Jeff Weiss. Jeff Weiss and No Can Do, which is a great podcast. And uh, I remember him being interviewed on there. I think he's really young. He doesn't look like a rapper, uh, and you know he's he doing it. He makes he's he doing it for the love of the art, which is always a, fun to listen. He's to. a producer too, I think. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it was funny. He was on uh, Eric Andre. Steve, I'm sure you saw that. Oh, one, of course. Like, that was sick. They brought him out, and then he was playing things on the MPC with headphones, but, like, it, nothing was nothing coming was, out. Nothing. He was going crazy. He was so fucking fun. <laughs> All right, let's give this a shot here. Hopefully this doesn't blow everybody's eardrums out. Boom! Let's have sweaty ones. Sweaty, put your sweaty ones up. No, nope, that's not working. <laughs> All right. Alright, Sewer Chef, Moses Rockwell. Fuck with it! Welcome to the less than incredible, the peruse, perfectly behind schedule, pursuing consumed beyond measurable, what, 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 wishbone splitter, what's for dinner, lather, adapter, is dismembered, throw something with a pulse up in the blender, go ahead and engulf the sweet splendor, steroid, paranoid, I'm on the bender, this could escalate to humanoid, check your temper, either you're a sheep or you're a shepherd, but either way you're sinking your teeth into something tender, kosher, how's about halal, what a preference, oh sure, Make every attempt to keep it reverent Yup, you little bucket shrimp are really only sustenance The colonel's image suggested I put my trust in it Skeptical, although I must admit it seems legit I'm on the wing bird in an afternoon of regret So pardon while I pull a spirit out of this breast I'll be back in a gif. Two shakes from a lamb's tail, store a bisque. Dump it down the abyss. I mean the bottomless pit of your consumption riff. Who's fucking with this? Butter lard, Cristo, canola till it crisp. And liquid used to be a limb up off your fingertip. I think I'm gonna be sick, so pull over. Or better yet, pull off of a cliff. Don't wait till you're asleep in the dirt to know what's worth. Don't wait till you're asleep in the dirt to know what's worth. Don't wait till you're asleep in the dirt to know what's worth. Don't wait till you're asleep in the dirt to know what's worth. So get a big deep breath for some smothered. Two tone feather plucker was for supper. Starch make it stretch like it's rubber. But if it used to cluck, you can stuff it in your gullet. Now let me muster up another ducket. For a plate or better yet a bucket. Holy cow, what an ocean, what's a nugget? Heard it used to be frozen. Level with me. 99 cents seems a little intense I've read on the internet and now I'm sort of on the fence I'm feeling sort of tense Looked at my engine and found a wrench What is that stench? Yup, I think I'm gonna be sick So fall over, better get up off of a bridge Yeah, I said I'm gonna be sick So fall over, better get up off of a bridge Don't wait till you're asleep in the dirt to know what's worth. Don't wait till you're asleep in the dirt to know what's worth. Don't wait till you're asleep in the dirt to know what's worth. Don't wait till you're asleep in the dirt to know what's worth. Don't wait till you're asleep in the dirt to know what's worth. Don't wait till you're asleep in the dirt to know what's worth. Don't wait till you're asleep in the dirt to know what's worth. Don't wait till you're asleep in the dirt. Sleep. Okay. That shit's amazing. Wrong bills. One, two, three. So I definitely heard the Milo with that listen there, C's. Level, and I don't mean it as like, not at all, any kind of disrespect. It's just it's so interesting to me that the two of them, and I bet they probably have the same kind of like level of notoriety. Like heads recognize them as being incredibly talented, probably even criminally slept on. And I wonder how much that like the pronunciation level with me, Brosive. Like right, he'll go in right. and out of shit. I think that also. Is like a uh, Aesop does a lot of that, like uh, the over pronunciation. Yeah, like real. Yep. Yeah, yeah. 
Just a different um, voice, you know what I mean? Speaking of different voice, who is it that's saying to know what's worth? Is that's not him, that's somebody else. It almost sounds kind of like Homeboy Sound Man to me. Homeboy Sound, sound Man? <laughs> different styles, Homeboy Sound Man. Wow. wow. Homeboy <laughs> Sound Man. <laughs> Big shout out to Homeboy Sound Man. Homeboy well, Sound Man. Any any Dern. I, I thought it was Handboy Sound Man. <laughs> handboy Sound Man. Uh, hand boy. Get my hand boy. Yep. Dursmatic. <laughs> the Stoppelgangers. I, I love it, though, man. I was the Stoppelgang. Stoppelgang. Yep. New Stoppelgang was out. Mm-hmm. A video popping. Video Friends popped of off. the show. Former guests. Yep. By Dude. the way, I just want to say this. I've gone to smoking e-cigarettes during the podcast How effective you- immediately because huh. I yeah. looked over and realized I had one. And I'm not the biggest fan of vaping, but... I highly recommend it during the hour that this podcast is recorded. Yeah. Holy shit. Does it give I'm you the fix right that you would have from like an actual cigarette? Uh, I, I had a couple sitting around here. I took one that was called the high nicotine and I had to switch it to the low. Okay. I had to bitch, okay. out. I had to bitch out and just be like, oh, it's giving me a bit of a head rush. Okay. Yeah. See, you know, he's pacing. It, I think he hasn't had a cigarette in a little while. No, you know, it's funny. I was just thinking about how, <clears throat> so for the audience out there, I'm actually doing this for the first time at home. You know, I got, I got responsibilities to take care of at home. I couldn't keep having sleepover parties at Steve's anymore. You know what I mean? We popped so, his digital virginity, is what, what he's saying. I was just literally thinking, uh, as you guys were just talking about, like, I, I don't have any reason to really leave my house ever again now. <laughs> <laughs> this like, is it. If I could build a basketball court in my, in my basement, I would never fucking leave. I'll let the dudes know at the subway that you're not coming anymore. <laughs> Yo, they're probably there. They're like, man, we were giving them double meat. This is Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad, was a bad Indian accent. Uh, they had, they definitely had like uh, a Tuesday special uh, for, or like every day they'll have a, like a five dollar sub. And mm. Tuesday was Italian BMT. It's like it's kismet with this place. Can, can we talk about Sewer Chef for a minute? Go for it. Do you think that's a that's? You a, don't want to hear more about my eating habits. I do. I do. Do you think that's? I a, think it ties back together to to sewer chef actually. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, what do? You, and I, I realize that you know it's a, it's a very abstract song, but like, am I reading into things that that's like kind of a pro ve, pro veggie song? I mean, it's definitely talking about eating habits. I don't think it's okay. reading too much to say there's some kind of con. There's an edible concept, if you will. Okay. Uh, I I definitely think he's taking more jabs at the meat side it seemed like there was a lot yeah right right. like those are the those are the grimier punchlines but i think that if if you're going to take an open honest view like how would i explain this idea to an alien like it's very different to be like hey i pulled this carrot out of the ground that grew from a seed to then be like yo i cut the fucking uh breast off of like a throbbing beak that was made from the dna of a chicken but is actually like connected to an assembly line of similar throbbing beaks Right. Oh. oh God. I wanted. I had chicken fingers last night, man. I don't need yeah. any of this shit. Yeah. Oh, that's actually even different. Those are coming from that that stuff that looks like ice cream. It's like those that, are the fingers, right? That pink goo. They're like the pink goo of all the. Have you ever seen that? You yeah, ever but seen that, those yeah, yeah but that pink goo is coming from an animal. No, no. They they, they just cut the chicken's fingers off. That's why they're called chicken fingers. Yeah. <laughs> don't be stupid. Just like how they cut the buffalo's wings off. Uh, right. Right. Those, those are the ones buffalo's that freak me out. Like, blown away. I'm like, how, it's, it, I would say that's one of my uh, vices at work. They're always the cafeteria, for whatever reason, has bomb-ass soup and really dope fried chicken wings. 
So I get a chicken wing every day, but I'm eating. I'm like, how small was this chicken? What Dude, is wrong a, with me? It's like, yeah, it's not a chick. It's a chick. Right. Yeah, that's. I mean, I got no defense, man. I feel terrible. <laughs> but it's delicious. There's no E N. It's just, <laughs> just chick a chick. Finger. It's just a chick. Chick fing. Uh, chicken nubs. What if they call them chicken nubs? Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the doppelgangers on a past episode. I feel like people should go back and listen to that. Definitely. I, I feel like I need to go back and listen to it. It's been a while. Yeah. So it's funny. So watching the, the video for the new jam today, what was it called? I was just pulling it up on the chat. I went back and listened to it. I didn't realize they have a ton of videos. Uh, is it called Rapacin? Rapamycin. Rapamycin. They do have a ton of videos because I remember uh, I was at my friend's house last weekend. And we were just listening to music, and I was like, "Yo, you gotta hear this old Doppelgangers track that I'm obsessed with," which I just recently finally got back to Lone Sharks to the first album. Yeah. And uh, Doppel Gospel, God, that beat is yeah. so fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And yeah. so I pull it up, and there's a video. It's them like chilling in the woods and shit. It's fucking great. I feel like a lot of their videos are the. It's like them acting out the characters that they have, and then in different scenery, mm. which is. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, like a relatively. It's a great formula for a video. Give me, uh, give me your number one doppelganger song. Ooh. I mean, I think it's or tough. even like a top three. Give me one of your top three. It's got to be holla holla. Right, as, as you say, it's tough not to say holla. I've always like, I ain't never known you to lie. Hmm. Oh, that's such a banger too. Videos for both of those songs. And then I think Hark Back, Ginger Shark Black. I Hark Back is dope. Uh, what we want is a little. Uh, <laughs> Bump, as you said. Yes. Punch. Punch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I God. mean, I mean, come on I like, then I always fuck with this one. Sunshine. Yeah, is I was going to say, Sunshine, sunshine is, is my shit. Uh, going to the newer stuff, I'd say one of my favorite off the newer joint is the, uh, it's like the chorus goes, uh, running from the cops with her, holding down some ham hocks with her. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, I like the hook for oh, well. short, It's called Rock Sweater. Ain't my shorty, but I rock sweater. Right. Don't forget about this one. You're a bad girl, aren't you? Oh, God. Oh, man. I'm about to go on a, a deep yeah. doppelganger hole here for the next couple yeah. days. Just I, for I, this. Can you do a top 10 playlist and send it to <laughs> Like in your preferred order? Because oh. I always trust the Steve Bills. Like, oh, I'm going in. DJ ability of riding, you know, the like the BPMs in certain directions and the moods because I would just like pile all the songs I like and then yeah. arbitrary order. Like it's almost like creating a shuffle list Whereas I feel like you're good at creating. I have no those. excuse for not creating like a eight song blended mixtape of doppelganger songs. It's yeah. I have absolutely no excuse. What right. is your excuse again? Two children. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys know that Serengeti is in like a rock band? I did not. I know that he's got a lot of different personas. Is, is that the one that's playing with uh, Chesky? What's that? I know the two of them are on the road. Is is are they? Getty I don't know. Traveling with his it, band. It's called Sisyphus. The one man band broke up. Anyways, kind of a random, kind of a random thing. Sure. We're talking sure. about random underground rappers. That's kind of what this podcast also, is about. Speaking also, of uh, also. speaking of bands, speaking of bands, if you're interested in seeing. One of the hottest bands on the underground hip-hop scene. Live in person, New York City. The legendary Mercury Lounge. Legendary! Okay. Oh. July 8th. It's a Saturday night. 
make the move. If you're a Chrome Bills fan who lives outside of the New York area, plan a weekend. It's the weekend after July 4th. It's probably the easiest weekend to get into New York. July 8th, Saturday night. Also, Rashid's our guitarist's birthday. Perfect. Perfect. Man, gonna be hammer time. Hammer. What day is hammer the show? Time. What day is the show? It's a Saturday night. Saturday, July eighth. For some reason, I thought Actually, I said it was Sunday when we talked last, but that's all right. No, it's a, it's uh, Saturday. Steve, how interested in that are you? Uh, I'm pretty interested in that. Yeah, I could see my. I'd say I'm sixty percent towards going. Ooh, I like that. Wow, that's like that's strong that. right there. That's strong. Not, man? This is speaking from the guy who who can't come uh, to mer- to uh, <laughs> to my house for an evening. Right. Right. Well, that's that's because of. You know, that's everybody out there knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's because, you know, there's certain there's certain wars you're not going to win. There's certain battles mm. you're not going to win. Mm. You just you got obligations. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like uh, I feel like I haven't been up there in a minute. Cole, if you could come up, I can promise you uh, at least a freestyle. OK. Are you guys playing with another band? So like when you set it up, are you guys the only entertainment? Uh, no, we're opening for a, a really, really dope band uh, that actually Ben, the drummer in our band, used to be the drummer for it called Denizen. It's a, it's okay. a rock band. I've seen them play at Brooklyn Bowl. I've seen them play at, at Webster Hall. They're a pretty established band in this area. So we have the honor of opening for them at such a prestigious venue. I mean, this is yeah. a this is a large capacity. This is the equivalent of like, I wouldn't say 930, but it's at least like a black hat level, like hold 600 people type of venue. So. Dude, that's awesome. Dude, that's what's well, up. I was thinking too, you know, like that's op- finding a band that you could open for regularly in that area to get more and more of an audience. I mean, that's how the shit works, man. That's a good look for you guys. Yeah, I'm excited. I just found out about it like two days ago. So pumped up. Do they want us? Do you think those 600 people would want us to do a live podcast beforehand, maybe? Uh, maybe afterwards. Hey, stick <laughs> yeah. around for episode 132 of Chrome Bills. Right. What? <laughs> so live shows and stuff, right, guys? Well, I feel yeah. like like Velvet Lounge. We're gonna be. They'll be sweeping the floor at like 2 a.m. New York. Like that's the kind of crowd that will be hanging out to like five in the morning. Definitely. Oh yeah. I, I don't I, think I've ever been kicked out of a bar in New York, to be honest. Really? Oh, really? Is it? Can they? Are they allowed to stay open until as late as they want? I think that there's a certain group that are capped at four. Which, by the way, if you're still out at a bar at four, like you are getting after it. That what is you, really getting after you it. You are getting after it. Is that the case? So I, I feel like with DC, like if they were going to close at two in the morning, when I'd see people showing up at like twelve thirty, I was like, I, I kind of get it. Do you think there's people in New York that like don't really get out until like midnight, twelve thirty, and they're like, you know, four hours isn't that crazy? I've got that bar behind me that serves food as well until four, that we've been to. I think I've been there with both of you, but I've at least been there with C's, where I show up there at three all the time because I'm just like, yeah, let me get a pizza and a Perona. Right, right. I'm gonna put a nightcap on this. How's their food? Decent. It's that square pizza. Oh, that's yeah, the, oh, the pizza spot. Okay, yeah. I was thinking it was like a fucking like bar. It's just a pizza spot that also sells beer. Yeah, I mean it's actually, it's more of a restaurant than a bar, but they just they shut down the restaurant portion. They got a bar that seats maybe twenty five people. Right, and it's like Thursday, Friday, Saturday night open till four a.m. And they just rake in the dough. Oh the my god! Literally <laughs> un- undercooked pizza. Except, yeah. they, they rake in the Straight dough. Up undercooked open. pizza all day. <laughs> hey Jimmy, get back there and rake that dough. These huh? people eat anything. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, this drug, he's, he's, it looks like chewing gum, but he's still eating it. Right. You know, it's it's so crazy. The way, Steve, the way that your thing is set up. Chuck, yeah. tell me if you kind of see this. Like, if you're just looking straight at Steve. Hold on. on let, me lock, let me lock it on him. Lock it in. Are, yeah. Do you guys have a jumping back for whoever's talking? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, every, every three seconds. It's fucking maddening. All right, I locked it on Steve. Um, the speaker behind him has, like, a gray thing on it that kind of, like, when you just glance at it, it looks like a hat. It looks like someone's standing behind it. It's oh, like yeah, it does. Illusion. Yeah, I can see that now. <laughs> And every oh, time man. I see it, I'm like, Steve, watch out! <laughs> the ghost of C's is back there. I dress right. up my I dress up my speakers with hats. It's, <laughs> it's Bob from Subway. He's it's like, fun. I bought a BMT. <laughs> cool. So, uh, I woke up at 6 a.m. and went running this morning. Okay. Good for you. Was that running away from? It was your, so painful. Obligations. Like, I was just okay. wheezing the whole time. It was like cold, cold wheezing and tired. It's like I think this is what I'm supposed <laughs> to be doing. Is this how you get healthy, right? Today was a tough day uh, to do that. It was cold out. <laughs> it was a little chilly. Uh, how do you feel? Yeah, I don't know. I'm kinda, I got a fucking tired. Yeah. When you got back, did you want to like shove somebody? I was maybe, just like, no. I was like, I want to go back a, to make bed. a point, like be a be a tough guy, like throw on a wizard's jersey and just like right, <laughs> like foul out and then start talking shit. Right. right. Like, How do you want to handle it? I, w- right. I wore a Markeith Morris jersey out there. <laughs> like punch the deer. Should we know like, what, what? Should we know what that score is of that game right now? No, it's don't tell me. I actually was able okay. to freak the DVR. Okay, you okay. got it. Freaking the DVR. So what was what was preventing you from freaking the DVR? I live in a one-bedroom apartment, so mm-hmm. you got to always accommodate. Well, how does how are there DVRs that can only record two channels? And by that, I mean all DVRs. That's fucking ridiculous. I'm sorry, record yeah, two things. That's retarded or not smart. I, yeah, I was banking on on no, but then it became became a yes. Ding dong. <laughs> Who is it? It's the Special Olympics. We're here yeah, for cold. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Listen, I'm sorry. I apologize. Well, did, you, did you guys DVR? I just saw the score on my phone, yes. but uh, I am DVRing it. <laughs> you said, what was it? He double, he, no, I did not say what was it. He doubled down. He DVR'd and checked this. See, yeah. I can't do that. Although I will say this. There was a there was a Juventus. Uh, it was so it was the, basically the final four in the most important like club soccer thing. So I, I won't go beyond that because I know Cole's already like, it's soccer. I'm, I'm oh, tuning I'm out. breaking up, guys. This so I knew, the, I knew the score. But, like, I hadn't seen the game. I sat down to get a haircut today, mm. and they had a replay of it on, oh, and I'm like, I'm not even yeah. mad about that. That's tough, yeah. Right? I was like, I am not even mad about this. Like, I got 15 minutes to kill. Plus, you were going to watch it anyway. That kind of is two birds, one stone. Well, I knew. I was like, all right, Juventus wins 2-0. It was one nothing when uh, when I sat down in the replay. I'm like, hopefully I see the other one. Oh, there it is. Perfect. Uh, so I'll say this about uh, DVR <clears throat> games. I have a bad habit. Like, I'll just – pause it i was like i'll just skip a couple commercials then i'll start writing or just doing something and like three hours later i'm like oh shit <laughs> and i'll make the mistake of going back and watch it tuesday uh the game two in boston where the wizards just pissed it away i didn't finish watching it until like 11 30 i was so angry i couldn't go to bed until one that was a really so, fucking frustrating game wasn't it God, so i, I tried to keep I an meltdown. eye i had a meltdown after that one <laughs> Well, that being the case, I try to keep an eye on the like. I just glance at the score. I'm like, is this worth watching or not? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I need to get some sleep. Between the cats, you know, shit in the bed, shit in the ice, with Crosby being out, 
That's that that one hurts. The Wiz fucking pissing games away. So how if you shit on the ice, how long does it take to freeze? Like it takes from <laughs> when the playoffs start till the second round? Is that right. what usually happens? I feel like the shit would oh, melt through the ice. The five hole. I feel like it would be... <laughs> Shout out to Erica. Um we've now reached that point in the show. Is that what yeah. the puck is? It's just like the <laughs> the shit of Capitals playoffs past. <laughs> Now, it would be kind of ill if they made the puck out of shit. Right. Right. I think I think that's what Chuck was saying. Was no, my like, bad. My bad. Here's here's eighty seven when you guys were up three one on the Rangers. Here's ninety two when Langway went out in the first period of the first game. Oh look, there's there's when you were up last year against the Penguins three to one and fucking blew it as they just ran rough shot over you on their way to a title. Oh. What year was it when they lost? They actually got to the cup and just got ass raped oh, by, uh, by the, the Wings. Yes. <laughs> Sally Johansson. No, no disrespect. <laughs> to Cali Johansson. Mm-hmm. Sally back there just playing that soft, soft bubble. I mean, fucking Ron Wilson. That was the coach. That feels like. I mean, that literally was it the 97, 98 season? I think it was. It probably was 20 years ago. Because it was the year I went to college, but think it was like, yeah, literally 20 years ago that Ron Wilson of your Washington Capitals. Shout out to Cam One right now. Sports talk, gloss Sports over. Talk. He's all about it. Uh, <laughs> That's when Cam goes to the one and a half speed. He's like, oh, wait, hold, hold on, I heard my name, run it back, run it back. I'm glossing over too, Cam, don't even sweat it. You guys took it to hockey levels. You took it to so Steve, you took it to nineties uh, hockey coach names. That's impressive. I can't. Fuck I with mean, that. I think in the spirit of obscure hip hop, you have to go to obscure nineties hockey references. <laughs> Steve, do you? I got a question for you. So like, what like if Cole... what if uh, what if like um, the dude from uh, like the Juggernauts or something like that's all he talked about was like Breezy <laughs> Bruin. <laughs> yeah, Bruin. Like, yeah, what he's really Bruin into Bruin like he's like super into the Boston Bruins. Like he just knows about Boston hockey. <laughs> He's like, yo, they used to put four people on this side of the face-off. <laughs> Shit was crazy back in the day. Shouts to my man Cam Neely. Yeah. Ooh, a steamer through the five hole. Um, I feel like that's actually been said at some point. Let's uh, let's let's come up with uh, fake interviews that are coming up on Chrome Bills. <laughs> Sir, Got Ron Langway lined up. Ron Langway uh, and Sir Menelik uh, will be on in the OG same show. Capitals defensive player fake never wore interviews. a helmet. It's called a hashtag fuck your helmet. It's episode one sixty four. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sean Spicer said yep. he would come through. Yep. Spicy. Just talking, talking in circles, not making a whole lot of sense. We actually have a composite interview coming up. Uh, it's with Dominic West, uh, Daniel Day Lewis, and uh, God, what's the guy's name from America? It's just a bunch of actors that do american accents because uh-huh. i find nothing more insulting than british people doing our accent idris elba totally totally fooling me oh idris elba is also involved in that <laughs> yeah. and you laurie also involved did it, when i first heard idris idris elba talk i was like this is fake like this can't be real so it, but it makes me wonder mcnulty and then he was yeah. also in the in the affair like, i'm just like you couldn't even fake it yeah i wonder if his american accent's bad or i wonder how they determined to just let him keep his accent what are you talking about D- doesn't mcnulty in the wire isn't he speak like he's from like ireland or something and he's yeah. got like he's got an accent 
So he doesn't fake like he has an American accent. No, like he has an American accent in, he has, in the he wire. Fakes, he definitely fakes like he has an American accent. <laughs> On the wire? <laughs> yes. He fakes like he has a Baltimore accent. <laughs> he has a Baltimore accent, dude. I don't think there's a stormwater in fucking <laughs> Lower Reading or wherever this dude is from. <laughs> Wait a minute. I know what? I, either I'm really <laughs> fucking up here. I swear to God, he had like a really... Okay. His name was Irish, but he didn't talk with an Irish accent. By the way, if you you Google his name, you can find a clip of him rapping. He's doing the chorus of a song in the studio, and it's bad. Oh, adding to him, the dude from, uh, what's the guy's name from The Night Of? Yep, The Night Of. That dude was killing it. He was was on fire. I don't know if you guys watch Girls. He was doing, like, Forgot About Dre or something in karaoke on Girls. Oh, really? Okay. Doing some rap shit. I also saw... The guy that used to be on Conan O'Brien that took over one of the late shows, hmm. there's a video of him and the dude from the night of having what appears to be a legitimate rap battle uh, on a, on a nightly show. And they both come off pretty nice. It's certainly entertaining. Really? Who's the host? Uh, what's the guy's name that used to be with Conan? Andy Richter? <sighs> he was Andy the Richter. sidekick. Was he like a regular guest? Yeah, didn't, uh, did he take over a show? Or maybe it was the guy that took Conan after Andy Richter and then took – he's like a British guy and took over – Oh, for, um, Craig Ferguson? But he took over the Craig Ferguson slot. Okay. Okay. I know who you're talking about. He's, 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 he's the guy who drives the – Doing his bad Baltimore. He's the dude who drives the, the car. Around the car he drives the car around. Dell wraps the MonsterVerse. What is that guy's name? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I know who he's talking deep? about. That's like a type it, of that's like a type of video that your parents will share with you and be like, "You like rap, right?" Actually, my dad was the one who sent me the video of that <laughs> Full disclosure. I got a new, di- two new uh, different styles members. Mm. Album is called "See It the Laundromat." Artist is named Wishy Washy. Actually. <laughs> It's a, it's a genius that works at a la- I'm sorry, a genie that works at a laundromat, wishy-washy. And then, you know. <laughs> you know, you, the, you botching it the first time made right. it less funny. Right. That's actually really fucking funny. I got a, I got the Delavario in me. And then uh, you, you got it. I mean, if you just want to sort of smooth out, but mm. you still just, you need a little, you need to feel like you're actually doing what you're supposed to be doing. You got my man Decaf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I feel like I'm jumping the shark for some oh, Yeah, it was it was James Corden. Was James the Corden, name. there you go. Yeah. Or uh different styles member. It's actually a duo, Cordles and James. <laughs> He's kind of a uh, a chubby guy, right? Yeah, a little bit. So I, I watched uh, this show called Impractical Jokers. Have you ever seen it? Oh no. It's on uh, True TV. Oh so no. you you know <laughs> it's a couple steps removed from This TV. is like a show that you watch on like when you're at Thanksgiving at your cousin's house or something. Listen, I'm not gonna lie to you. It's like oh, those guys are pretty funny. It's it's actually pretty fucking funny. <laughs> like the four of them just make each other do ridiculous shit, and then whoever won't do it like has to do something really crazy at the end. Some of them are better than others, but it's actually not that bad. But the host, Cold, uh, I they, mean, Chuck just left. Chuck's just like I've had enough. He's like I can't talk about this, impractical jokes. <laughs> the story's going nowhere. <laughs> There's a guy who has a talk show on True TV, and he's like he's like way overweight. Okay. And I, I think that's just like that's how you know your TV channel is whack as shit. If your guy's overweight. 
Well, just certain appearances, they're just like we're not we're not concerned with that. We just we just got to get somebody in front of this camera and have them talk. It's an interesting social experiment, you know. You know, what I mean? yeah. Fuck Some yeah. people don't want to look at, you know, I don't want to look at that for two hours. Right. But then you can't get too in shape, right? They're never like too in shape. Right. Uh, yeah. No, that's true. I mean, no one's no one's trying to see Jay Leno with his shirt off. You know what I mean? Right. They're just gonna get you in the happy in the happy medium. I feel like Colbert's probably sne- oh speaking of which, I feel like Colbert's in sneaky good shape. Chuck, you went and, and saw a taping, right? Oh, it was amazing. Apparently, I should have gone this Monday, though. Yeah, apparently that when was the all, night. All shit hit the fan. Shit popped off. Oh, but we, yeah, we haven't done a podcast since then. So I went and checked it out. If uh, if you're going to New York for traveler, if you live here, I highly recommend going. It only takes about three or four weeks to lock it in in a way where you're not going to get turned away as long as you show up at a certain time. Yeah, they make you sit around for a little bit uh, before the show hits. But once it happens, it's amazing. It's very well executed. Sit down. There's like a comedian. It was Paul Mercurio when I was there. I think he's been doing it for the last couple months. Come out, get you warmed up. Band comes out. Uh, when I was there, Dr. John was sitting in with the band. And then John Legend was one of the guests. So all the live music. I mean, Ed Sullivan Theater is just this amazing venue that's been there presumably since the Ed Sullivan show. It's one of the dopest like live spots in New York. Uh, it, Colbert at the time was on this shit where he was absolutely killing Alex Jones and it was this like <laughs> the most like different styles thing ever where he went to you know a pre-recorded bit and it was this guy named Tuck Ruckerson and it was basically him <laughs> doing like the Alex Jones character yeah. where he was talking about how like it was this poop on the tinfoil hat idea where you gotta put uh, you gotta rub Greek yogurt all over <laughs> your head so they can't you know read your brain waves uh, and he was just like slamming like Shabani like by the gallon all over his god fucking crying dude <laughs> so funny but he went all the way the fuck in on Trump and I think in particular uh, there was some backlash where he said the only thing that Donald Trump's mouth is good for is being a cock holster for <laughs> Vladimir Putin <laughs> wow. He said that on network TV. Yeah, he did. I mean, they gave it a beep for a cock, but I mean, right. the point <laughs> was driven home. People are mad. He actually even had people like on the people saying it was like a homophobic line. Yeah. I'm like, you know, you think? See, I think that's taking things a little bit too sensitive, right? I think it's a way. I mean, it's an easy out for the for the right to say that, you know. The Democrats can get away with saying, "Oh, because they're going to be like Bill O'Reilly got kicked off for raping women, and yeah. this guy's saying, <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty right. much like, oh, you're not a, you're not mad when he says it, but you know when well, we it, say it, it. it, it is an interesting thing, you know. So Alex Jones is getting taken to court by his ex-wife over for custody of the kid. Yeah, he's like, look at this guy; he's not fit to raise a kid. And then his defense is, I just play a character on TV. Exactly. So how are they? Although I don't feel like. Trump supporters are necessarily always Alex Jones supporters. I feel yeah. I almost feel like that's like a Saddam and uh, Bin Laden kind of connection. Uh, I, I think there's a tighter connection because I'm pretty sure that Alex Jones was out like campaigning for Trump. Right. Yeah, but as soon as Trump got in office, a... I think Alex Jones is just like anybody that, that gets involved in that is fucking corrupt. But my point being, so hey, like, Gino, get off the soundboard. Style. Okay, hold on. The cat oh, is on the soundboard. Hold on. Uh, mm, wow. Different. Yeah, Alex Lots Jones is at the bar. Hey, Lots Alex, how are you? Uh, the steward is here. Cordell Stewart is here to let you in. But so, you know, how could he attack or anybody attack Colbert? Be like, oh, you said something homophobic. It's like, dude, he's playing a character. He's a fucking comic. 
calm down. Right. If you're going to defend Alex Jones' right to say Sandy Hook didn't happen and fuck the parents because he's playing a character, you know, get the fuck he's, out of He's here. a piece of shit. He, yeah, he, was like, he said, like, oh, people should stay out of my private life. You know, this is this is a private matter between but, me and my family. Let me family. talk about like, the, yeah. So, yeah like, says the guy who's, like, accused Sandy, uh, Sandy Hook parents of right. being actors right. and right. actresses. Like, yeah, you're really good at doing that. It's ridiculous, man. I will I, say this. I despise Sean Hannity. Uh, but he was out there talking about how it's ridiculous for people to want to censor Colbert's right to say that. And I know they, I mean, uh, you know, the problem with Sean Hannity is that he, it, in some people's minds, he's a journalist. Mm -hmm. But if, if it was just, hey, he's just speaking off the cuff the same way as like Action Bronson on Fuck That's Delicious or Dizo Samero or fucking Tony Kornheiser, if we could all just like agree mm -hmm. he was lumped in that, I don't have a major problem with what he's doing. I just think he's a douche. But I don't right. have like a desire to get him off the air, so I do like him even injecting a little bit of that reality back to the the Republican side and being like, "This guy's doing the late show. Like, let's yeah. let's calm down. Right. Like, yeah. like, fucking, we don't need to like get him completely tarred and feathered and taken off of the fucking air." Yep, he's not making policy. He's making jokes. Calm down. And like, you could have, well, I don't know how many people like just retweet it, you know. There's not really a mo nobody's getting off of their couch and going to do something about Colbert. It's very easy to just fucking tweet about it and be pissed off, you know. Yeah, well, I, it's funny because I heard he's been killing in the ratings, but I feel like those late night talk shows, their audience is primarily the flyover states, the ones that elected Trump, and so for him to go after Trump, I think it's kind of interesting. I wonder if he'll get hurt ratings wise or Trump, man of the people, man of the people. <laughs> With a two two million dollar trips down to Florida every weekend. God, that guy's just like me. I saw him at the gas station the other day. I was like, "Oh, two for one, Slim Jims." I'm in. Right. Oh, you going to Mar-a-Lago? That's cool. I'm. Uh, I got. I got work this weekend actually. Right. I'll catch you on the flip side though. Word. Can you bring me back some of those gold coins that have chocolate in them? <laughs> uh. What are you gonna do? That's your boy. That's your, he's. I don't know what's going on on in on your end of the camera here. What's that? What's happening? I got well, so I was sitting here. I was like, I could, you know, I don't have any alcohol, but I could really use a drink. And then I remembered what I do have upstairs. <laughs> the old camp. Oh, the BLP. Platinum. BLP. But you like, down with BLP? But then I was like, oh, like I can't take my headphones off to run upstairs. But then I was like, I'll just carry the fucking iPad with me. <laughs> this whole thing is working out, right? I, it's unbelievable. I can't. I mean, again, I can't stress to our audience enough how much time I, how I enjoyed my time with Steve and his gracious wife. You know, for allowing me to spend the time over there. I had no idea it was this fucking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cat. I I started asking Steve before actually, and I I didn't get it out. Is that, yep. you know, for me, I've been in New York for the last hundred episodes plus. Yep. For for Steve, he didn't have to travel, so it's very enjoyable for him. For True. Steve. Right. Does it feel a little lonely? It's a little lonely. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. That's better. It's, <laughs> I, it's not. It's not uh, as big of a drop off in uh, you know live entertainment, but that I right. that I expected. But you know, I think we can deal with this. In terms of emotional fulfillment. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a little yeah. sad not to have you close yeah. by. Ah, I hear you. I mean, I definitely. Well, it, it's funny because it's so much easier for me for work to be over there right but yeah life life is what it is jesus where do you live 
Dude, I live. Well, <laughs> I was about to tell you exactly where I live. I live. So I used, you know, I live in Virginia. Like for a minute, I I probably without traffic live like 50 minutes from Steve, with no traffic. Uh, with traffic, it'd be like an hour and a half, pretty easy. Four and, and a half could, hours. It, it could get a lot worse than that quickly. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, but that's the thing. He only he lives like 25 minutes from where I work. And how long is your work commute? Well, so. Monday through Thursday, when I'm driving from home, like Wednesday is a day where, no, like everybody has meetings. Nobody's taking half days. Like, and I, I don't know if you've noticed that, but traffic around here is a lot worse on Wednesdays. So today was bad. It took me like an hour and twenty minutes just to get there. But then if I leave Steve's on a Friday morning when like mad people are taking the day off or taking a half day, it's like less than a half hour. I just, How many people are not working on Fridays in D.C.? Right. Is that what's wrong with the government? Too many fucking Friday vacations? Definitely. I think what, no, I think what people get encouraged to do, they're like, dude, fucking work 12, 10 to 12 hours Monday through Thursday and then telework from home on Friday. Oh, gotcha. Half, you gotcha. know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. I mean, to fix the traffic down there, they should be encouraging people to telework fucking two or three days a week. Well, here's the thing that sucks about telework, man. I didn't know if you knew this. <clears throat> if you sign up to do it, and then you have a snow day, you're expected to work that day. So, I mean, you know, it's really, it could really only be a bad thing, like, you know, a handful of days out of the year. But like a couple of years ago, I had like seven days off. That would have sucked. This year, I only had one day off. So it probably would have been worth it to be able to do it. But I don't most, work most of the world outside of Washington, D.C. does not get off for snow. Like when it snows in New York, it is one hundred percent expected that you're going to get yeah. to work. Yeah. However, however, if you say I'm working from home, that is acceptable. Mm. But there is no, it snowed six inches. It's a holiday. Six <laughs> inches. Columbus Day two point oh. Actually, the the whack the different styles member of uh, <laughs> I, I gotta stop. It's becoming like pause. Yeah. Six inches of snow instead of twelve inches of snow. Thanks. I'll be here all week. And for. Informant. <laughs> I got. I wish I knew what he was actually saying with the ba da ba da ba da. No, that not my damn like a player. Right, right. I think Informant. he wants to lick, lick the boom boom now. <laughs> was the part I always thought I understood. Right. I thought he was saying lick. Yo, lick is there the a boom. rap genius? I thought he was saying lick, licky, licky, lick your boom boom down. Look, <laughs> let me look it up. Down or now? I mean, I think. I was thinking uh, down. I, I got to know if there's a snow. There's got to be. I'm sure we've talked about snow on this show before. Is there a lyric video? Do you know there's a be- song? <laughs> that, and I'm sure I've said the same thing before. But there's a song with like MC Shan, Snow, and Cool G Rap out there somewhere. Oh, yes. Are you serious? Yeah, definitely. Actually, it says. And Big just- Daddy Kane's brother. What's up, man? Hey, yo, what's up? Yo, what's going on here? Sick and tired of 5 0 running up on the block here. Oh, so that's informer. You that's know, the, say daddy me snow, me I go blame, a licky boom boom down. Detective man is say, say daddy me, snow me stab someone down the lane, a licky boom boom down. I don't the, know what the translation is. The detective claims that snow stabbed somebody down the street. This is a reference to the real charges snow faced at the time. Two attempted murders after a knife fight. He ended up spending a year in Toronto's East Detention Maximum Security Prison. Let me find out. I, snow will fuck us up. I can tell you that the, uh, verse one uh, ends with him saying, "Yeah, I did look that down shit. me pants, looked up me bottom." <laughs> <laughs> what is he like? The 
like the thugged out Popeye or some shit? Well, so he, I mean, Informer's got to be. You think it? He was like, yeah, I was a fucking rat. <laughs> he looked the boom boom down. What do you want me to tell you? Uh, he, it's an interesting route he chose to take too. You yeah. Know, like Everlast was like, yo, like I'm a hard ass dude. Vanilla Ice was like, I'm, I'm trying to be smooth. The Beastie Boys were party guys. Third base, they're like, we're just straight New York dudes. Like, he was like, no, nah, I'll be. <laughs> Wait, is verse five on this song is MC Sham? Did you say verse five? <laughs> on Rap Genius, they list verse five on the song as being done by MC Sham. Yeah, goes, see? I'm going to remember this part. Me sitting around cooling with my dibby dibby girl. Police knocking at my door, trying to lick up me pal. <laughs> you don't remember this? <laughs> wow. Wait, did you know that MC Shan was on the original version of Informer? I, did, I, mean, I probably never got to the end of of that song <laughs> but I did know that if you look on the back of that record I think it says executive produced by MC Shan well so it, it says in, in the intro that they're having a conversation and it's so funny reading it in plain text what's up man hey yo what's up yeah what's going on here <laughs> like I don't think that's how they pronounce yo Snow they came around here looking for you the other day word busted uh, Steve is the type of guy that can say a serious statement. It can end up being the funniest <laughs> line of the entire episode. Right. Where he just said, I never got to the end of the song, so I don't know, <laughs> I don't know who has verse five. Which is, I'm Are like, they- of course I've listened to Informer like a thousand times. <laughs> Steve, even as a yacht. As a yacht. As a young he, yacht. Young as a yacht. yacht. Spraga Ben. <laughs> Was sitting there in seventh grade, being like, "I don't want to hear verse." The beats kind of cranking though, and it's informer. You got Chromeville's freestyle. Yeah, don't informer instrumental. May twelfth. I think I have a cuss single somewhere of informer. Get that shit ready for May twelfth. I like it, boom boom down. What's that shit? Was like produced by DJ Premier. We had no idea. And it's a dope beat, and I bet they have. I bet there's people that just have heaters sitting around. They're like, we got this clown that we can make a good single with. Like, Here you go. I remember uh, Mike Dillon once told me that he was – he, he like, went on a family trip and uh, was, like, playing pickup basketball with Snow. And, Are you serious? <laughs> you know, and, you know, like, at the time I was, like, thinking Mike was dead serious. But in retrospect, I know that he's <laughs> He might just, have been fucking with he's, you. Oh, he was definitely fucking with me. He actually texted me the other day. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's crazy. He was a funny dude. Yeah, he still is. We should get Snow on for a fake interview. Yeah. Talk about Yo, that would be kind of dope. Do you remember the Jim Rome thing where he kept calling Jim Everett Chris Everett? Yeah. We should have Snow on. <laughs> Keep being like, so tell us about the making of six inches of snow. <laughs> dude, you'll get stabbed up. The guy's facing double homicide charges. But if he's like and making a just, rap, in making a taunting rap song about it to the police, that's the most. He stared me dead in the eye and said, "Don't make me lick you, boom boom." Right. Yeah. Is this Snow Informer? No. That's listed as a uh, on who sampled. That's listed as the sample. No, that's okay. that's the that's the Winston's. That's Amen, brother, by the Winston's. I didn't hear the licky boom boom down part. That song. It, I guess get, they're saying that they use the licky boom boom down in there. They might have used that drum. They might have. Can I ask you a question? Oh yeah, this that's Shan right there. Word busted. Yeah, that's not the fucking Winston's Amen brother right there. 
Wait, so did this was this dude also in Color Me Bad? Oh yeah, he was in Color Me Bad. <laughs> was he really? No. He certainly looks like. Just say like how it. do we know he's not Jamiroquai? Oh. You never really saw what Jamiroquai looked like. I'll throw another one at you. John I think B. Gerald Green I think Gerald Green looks like oh. Saphir. How about that? Everybody looks like Saphir to you. Because I said a white guy, right? Yeah. Everybody looks like Saphir to you. Steve's mom, you look like Saphir today. How are you? <laughs> Mucinex Saphir. <laughs> Mucinex. I came to make your symptoms dissipate. This is the way I choose to participate in anti histamine or like Listerine. <laughs> Yo. I'm, this is Chuck, and I still jokes. That was good. <laughs> It's a great joke. That was, like early, it. that was early. It just calls joke and has been on five crow bills, but fuck it. I'm um, in. I'm the Carlos Mencia of this show. I think <laughs> I think I got to bounce, fellas. Okay. All right. All right. Just, you could, mean, this could go on forever know, at this point. You know, just fail our listeners because you have responsibilities. That's fine. I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm just saying we'll probably lose a lot of listeners. You think so? No, I'm glad. I'm, I think this was a nice tidy up. Tidy glad up. it worked out. I appreciate you guys. You got. I don't think our audience knows how. Uh, no, we spent forty-five minutes troubleshooting yesterday. It ta- yeah, it takes it takes uh, some effort to make this happen, and I appreciate your guys' patience. You guys pull, I'd say, the majority of the work, mm. and uh, mm. I appreciate it. So thank you. Mm. Thank you. B- before we sign off, too. Yep. Uh, you know, we lost a member of the Chrome Bills family. Yeah. And. Still, still weighing heavy on on many hearts out there. So what up, y'all? This is Wax. No, you fuck. <laughs> no, what? Uh, what? Man. Oh man, that's about as chrome builds a moment as you get. Oh, I did not mean to do that. I, uh, you know what? Wax I kind of feel. Is like, uh, I kind of uh, feel like uh, I kind of feel like Covey reached down and hit that button. Yeah, right. I, I really this. do. I kind of feel like he reached down and hit that. Can button. Can I try this again? What up, y'all? No, God damn it! Hit this is Covey. All right, all right, bills. Give it to me uh, one more time. Right, one more time. This is Cubby Bear. You're listening to Chrome Bills. Peace. Peace, Cubby. I put up a story about the first time I met Cubby Bear on uh, on Facebook, and I was just talking about like we just had like a really awkward interaction. We had met pretty, uh, not briefly, but like it became pretty clear to each other as we were interacting. It's like, oh, like we should, you know, exchange information. Like we could be, we could really help each other out, and then. We ended up being really good friends, but as we were leaving the first conversation, we started walking uh, out the door, and like we're like, "All right, man, like really nice meeting. I'll see. Uh, I'll hit you up." And then we started walking in the same direction, and like 20 <laughs> steps later, he just turned to me. He was like, "Dude, I hope you think this is as funny as I do." And you know, like it was an awkward ass moment that was hella funny, and he yeah. was such a good dude. You know, I mean, brain cancer is a motherfucker, man. I hope we can figure something out for it. But rest in peace. Props to everybody. You know, his family did a really great job taking care of him, mm. uh, you know, throughout the whole course of his diagnosis. But I know the last couple of weeks had been really tough, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I think there's a lot of mercy, you know, in the fact that it didn't go on too long. As much as it sucks that he's gone. Uh, but rest in peace for sure. For sure. We'll miss you, man. Hell yeah. Great dude, man. I, I have a memory of, uh, you know, right when I was getting divorced, uh, we were doing a show at DC9. And I was talking to him before, and uh, you know, he just had some like kind of kind of words to say, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I just went through a bad breakup myself, and you know, don't get it let you down, you know, don't let it get you down." And uh, he said something so prophetic that I still think about to this day, where he was like, 
it's so weird that like people that were in love can then decide that they just want to rip each other down to like the lowest levels and you wish that at some point you could just punch out and be like we were cool once we're not cool now but you know for some reason that's not how it is right and i like i remember him saying that to me and i was like all right i can go kill this set after that peace of mind like it was yeah and so and he's such a humble dude that the next day uh i sent him a text and i was like hey man thank you thank you for the words last night it really got me through the show and he goes i don't remember what i said but i'm glad it helped (laughs) right (laughs) right and that's that's my man yeah that sounds like something tuppy would say yeah man i there was a party for him this past saturday uh and I feel like a lot of the people there had similar stories where he was really good at giving good advice. He was the reason a lot of people's uh, lives went in a positive direction. Um, you know, we lost a good one for sure. And hopefully his his spirit lives on and everybody that he helped. Yeah, and at some point I'm going to go back and listen to, he's on two episodes of Chrome Bills, right? Right. I told Steve, I thought about doing it. Uh, I was on the train ride back on Saturday from, or Friday from D.C., and I thought about doing it, but you know, I ended up listening to like Holler, or no, not Holler. What's a Hooray? The joint that you two had. Yeah, yeah. And I was like crying in the cafe car on Amtrak, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna let that one. I'm gonna let going back and listening to the episodes maybe wait like six months, so it'll be right. You know, not not so immediate and more of like a yeah a refresher, but definitely will be missed. And uh, you know, one of the best guests that we've had on, not just from. Uh, content-wise, but human beings. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I know we had this conversation, too. Um, reflecting on a friendship like the one that we all had with him really makes you appreciate the ones that you have, you know, now. So, you know, to the to the listeners out there that we interact with, you know, Aunt Big Slop, everybody. I mean, certainly you two guys. You know I love you. I'm like, the audience, the, the people that listen to the show just because they're our friends, you know, like that happen to be our friends, we really value that. You know, it's it's kind of cliche to say, but it really does give you perspective on when when you do have the opportunity to be appreciative of the friendships you have. For sure. It's the time to do that, you For know. Sure. I think as we're sitting here as a bunch of, you know, people in their late 30s, it's, it's important to try and keep that perspective. And, you know, it's easier said than done to, uh, you know, not just wait to when times when someone passes away to reflect on what's important in life but maybe even if just a few times a year you can remember how it feels when you lose someone that you really care about yeah it'd be better for everyone uh i'd be remiss if i didn't mention idea you know while we're talking about this too and i I know like i think it's uh it says a lot about cubby bear that we would feel comfortable and i I know a lot of people have have mentioned you know it sucks the the people from our uh, community that we've lost in the last couple of years. Uh, but I think there was a lot of common personality traits between the two of them. And it's crazy, man. You know, it's the, the more I've thought about it too, I'm like, I, I see why people start turning to God, you know, I'm like this is, <laughs> because like, it's so unexplained. It's just so unfair. Yeah, it's so unfair. It, it's, so an ex- random. it's an explanation for you the know? unexplainable to a certain extent, yeah. you know? Yeah. No, no right. offense to any our religious friends out there but yeah fuck you um yeah i lost another friend last week as well uh that's right my buddy jay grams we played his music on here before um so he he passed away too young so last week was a was a tough week for sure yeah man yep so 
on the flip side, you appreciate what you got while it's here, you know. And even even when people like that are gone, they're ne- they're never gone. Right. The memory's always here. Right. I've got some of Cubby's uh, shoulder hairs somewhere around here. Yeah, I think about Cubby every time I shave my shoulders. You know. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> it's funny because when Chuck was like, "Yeah, he was on here twice." I, m- I remember sitting across from him at a Mexican restaurant watching him eat a burrito. I was like, "The strangest way I've ever seen somebody eat a burrito." <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was like He had like an ill was, technique right Yeah it was I can't, You know he wasn't eat, like using his hands Although I guess at a place like that that, But like he just smothered it <laughs> Like it was like everything Yeah I still think what's so great is I forget what the exact question But it's uh-huh. one of those like uh-huh. What is the uh, you know like Biggest artistic risk you've taken That maybe didn't work out <laughs> The way you wanted it to <laughs> it was like an interview question on Chrome Bills, and he pauses for a couple seconds, and we're like, uh, "What are you thinking about?" And he goes, uh, "I'm trying to think of something worse than this." Right. <laughs> 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 that ended up being one of the titles. Right. I think that's the title for the most recent. Yeah. And you know, one thing I remember was that w- we all knew that he had brain cancer at the time, at the very least, when he was doing the second one, right. and I was starting to get sick. And I remember, you know, he wanted to be on it because he was. You know, in some capacity, he wanted to talk about it, but he was also a supporter and friend of the show. And uh, you know, the show started, and he never brought it up, and none of us really wanted to go in that direction. And I think that that's another example of like, you know, similar to Cam, where like Cam came on and only talked about cancer after he had beaten it. Mm -hmm. Is that you know, he was a guy who wasn't trying to throw a pity party for himself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm speaking. You know, that's another dude, Cam. Like, I feel like. He's such a steady, consistent person. And, uh, you know, when he got diagnosed and everything like that, it's one of those things, too, where you just, it, it doesn't seem right. And then you got to fight and you got to fight and motherfucker like yep. Cam. Yep. You know, I mean, Cubby put up the same fight against odds. It just weren't in his favor. But uh, I don't know. Appreciate the people that you got. Appreciate Chrome Bills and buy a fucking t shirt, you cheap bastards. <laughs> We don't have any shirts left, I don't think. Um, <laughs> you have a few. You have a few. Bring I have them a out. Few. We will sell out. Yeah. We are oh, definitely like going to sell you out. You have to lose 20 pounds first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I got right. this medium. This shit popping. American Apparel. It's going to be vintage soon. But I'm Doe Lawrence over here, man. <gasps> I can't lose any weight. I'm drinking too many Bud Light Platinums. By the way, I, before we sign off, I want to in the this episode of What You Drinking. Yeah. I'm on to my I'm on to my third drink. Damn. Okay. This is a six point. Oh, that looks legit. Cash rules everything around me. Cream. Do tell. C-R-E-A-M. This is a Brooklyn brewery. Cream ale brewed with coffee. Decent? Very nice. It's 7%, so it's got that punch of like a dogfish that I don't always love. Um, But it's, yeah, it's very nice. Are you not not worried about drinking three things with coffee in them this late? No, no, I had so I had a That's I had a, a martini, point. I had a Yingling light, and then I had this. So I've had three okay. drinks. This was the mixing third it one. up in there. This was a nice little nightcap. Man, yeah, I was okay. going on. A, I'd call it the odds and ends tour. Odds. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's in the fridge? I didn't go to the beer store. Oh shit! What, what are you doing back here? Cream, right? <laughs> Fourth of a four pack. Don't be so lonely. Get in right. my belt. <laughs> uh, hey, All right, Chrome Bill is one twenty-three. Peace. One. Two, three, 
Math in an ironclad agreement. <laughs> Organizer of the world, survival organ grind, grind. Never mind the blood stains of your predecessors. They're just a warm reminder to every course of bars. The naked truths don't always make for better dresses. Break the emperor while I'm taking temperature. Thermometer, commoner among androids from Andromeda. Astronomers monitor all my movements like Osama or Obama. Philosophers discuss who the father is. And all of this is fodder for the nihilist Who always answers when you ask him what the deal is The realist, realist, delegating to his delegates Consulting your stupidity, insulting your intelligence Straight jackets and gay apparel Strange fabrics are made sterile Your mutilated genitals are carried away By computer-rated sentinels are buried in clay Obscure the little people with big words your brittle ego come get served Incur the bitter emo from list Prefer to mix drinks with insure Cause I'm too old for this ogreish hopelessness I like my pessimism mirror emotionless The voters get conservative the gay bar hit the chair Him slap them with the rape and tax laws, hooray for preservatives and stomach parts, hooray for sex toys and holy water, water, hooray for umbilical cords and Paul bearers, hooray for voting boots and tax laws, hooray for preservatives and stomach parts, hooray for sex toys and holy water, water, hooray for umbilical cords and Paul bearers. Food and hip hop, they eat with a score. Their souls, chest pressure, dread and reach from the floor. They speak on ignorance, cause ignorant rather ignore. And I can't wait to your beats anymore, cause I get bored. Collapse is laughing, the parts are hard, expecting a pattern. That loves you when these poets play slapstick. Filling captions with product placement meant to entertain the passive. Enough to blue eyes are fatherless passes raised by commercials that are meant for math. Understand the plain out pattern. Now, if you follow two models, it's a stronghold and breeding path predetermined by you. Turning by you, game with death footage, flaunting flagrants and shiny jewels. Shining the jackal and let them lean back so we can label our fools. Your big's made from a false alpha, stunned, colorful, feathered, colorful, feathered, blameless. Your dry sentiment now just a tantrum out the name. Tantrum out the name. Constant inconsistence blows me kisses. You're all the same with the walking out dance while our reality decays this is the smoke you choke on when your vex is tested at last backstabs your foundation when you fail feels you're getting the shaft phony friendships you ended when the splendid and just got gas and you find eternal reflection and exploiting that you're an ass all these rappers want to sing and all the singers want to rap all the rappers turn preachers preachers play with the little boys in the back they all allow it with the fearing tie of addicts that don't know how to act because power is made from a massive belief too insecure to separate fat and now the fiddling through jails of young males american tax Overpopulation and pacify that As a triangle of resorts of relief and profit Got it seeded and cracked and cracked Prefer to save our broadcast and put celebrities on board Array for Hummers and jock straps Array for prejudice, governments and our right Array for leaders who don't appease the free Or answer an honest question and can't do shit for me Array for Hummers and jock straps 